Welcome to Grab Life Big. Grab Life Big. The exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life. Or as a few of us say, badass rich guys who do epic shit. And now, your host, Pat Hybin. If this is empty, this doesn't matter. Glad you were home. I'm always home. I'm on cool. Me too. You're doing great, dude. The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're on cool. Is that my advice to you? And I know you think these guys are your friends. If you want to be a true friend to them, be honest and unmerciful. Wrong Tribe Confounds, The Right Tribe Compounds. Get your free copy of the runaway bestseller Tribe of Millionaires, a $20 value at tribeofmillionaires.com free. Just pay the shipping. That's tribeofmillionaires.com. All right, Gobos, what's going on? I got East Coast, West Coast rivalry stuck within himself. Mr. Chris Papa is on the line and... We're going to get to know him. Chris, uh, welcome to Grab Life Big. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me, Pat. So, Chris, like the day you were born until today, how old are you? <laughs> 42. All right. So the last 42 years, give us like a five-minute storybook, you know, on Chris Papa's life. Sure. Born and raised in northern New Jersey. Went to college there, then moved to Manhattan for many years. Joined, started in the recruiting business. My family had done real estate investing. I was going to start doing that, but wanted to work in Manhattan. Was going to be a lawyer. Ended up that was awful, and then ended up being a recruiter for the real estate industry with a great firm. Wait a minute, you, did you go to law school and quit, or did you? Just no, not? I just I took my I took my exams, and then I worked at a big law firm like before I was going to law school. Mm-hmm. And thank God I did that because. It saved me a couple hundred thousand dollars of tuition because everyone was just miserable. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just extre- extremely boring work, not anything in line with my personality or interests. Then, so I ended up with this recruiting firm called the Backrack Group in 2005, and they were about 10 people at the time. And I've helped them grow to probably about 150 people over the last mm-hmm. 14 years with offices wow. all over the country now. So, Specializing myself and my team in real estate recruiting, but I, I, so I love real estate. I love investing in real estate. I love helping real estate companies grow, but I also love growing businesses and I like growing our business. So I realized that was kind of like my true passion. Married kids, anything like that? Divorced. Have a son who's nine years old. His name is Lucas. He's awesome. Um, he lives out here in California around. So him and his, Myself and his mother live very, literally around the corner from each other. It's all very California divorce. We're all friends and all that kind of stuff. So That's awesome. And yeah. and you spend a lot of time in New York, right? I do. So majority, like the main office of the firm is in New York. Probably have about 100 people there. And then most of my dedicated team is in New York and my assistants in New York. 
And so we have a corporate apartment there. And so I'm back there about every other week. So I was just there for two weeks. And then I'm back this week for two weeks. And then I go back to New York for a week and then come back to California for a week and back to New York for a week. So, so what, like, what makes miles. you, like, is that by choice or are, are there like things that are uncompromisable that must be done by you in both places? Although uncompromising thing in California is my son is here. Good point. So that's, yep. There you go. In New York, it's, yeah. Yeah. And then New York, it's just, it's a lot easier to work with my team one-on-one. Like I've been doing, I've been in California for eight years. And so I've been working remotely for, you know, eight years now and getting used to that. But I also love being next to them and like, you know, I'm still like their mentor in a lot of ways and I get to sit down with them and like go on calls with clients and go to meetings with clients. A lot of my business is still New York focused. So, um, and then a lot of your clients in New York? Correct. Yeah. So like my hours are a little skewed sometimes. So yeah, this but- week is, you know, week before Labor Day is so a little bit slower, but generally, you know, if I'm up and starting to work at eight o'clock West Coast time, it's already, I'm already three hours behind. Wow. <laughs> so. And, um, so like, Talk to me about like who you find employees for. Gotcha. So it's literally anyone from a, a local developer that's looking for a project manager to global mega funds that are investing in properties or portfolios across the globe. So right now I'm working on a fundraising role with a couple billion dollar real estate private equity fund. Also working on a developer in LA that is basically a merchant builder, helping them find a construction manager. And then, you know, we could have some local regional owner operator of multifamily properties that's looking for a property manager, a maintenance manager. So thankfully I have a lot, I have a big team. So I don't cover all that myself personally, but we all have our little specialties within within real estate. So some people are specialized in accounting, some are in property operations, some are in property investing, some are in fundraising. So it's uh, we cover every, all, all the bases within real estate. Yeah. So there's a lot of real estate guys in, in various, you know, different aspects with companies in GoBundance. Like, you know, if they're listening, like, what do you charge to find, uh, you know, a $100,000 employee for them? What would you charge them? Our typical fee is 25% of the first year salary. So that would be 25K. Yep. So that's, that's our typical fee. Obviously, if there's a relationship built and they're using us for, for multiple searches and stuff, everything's can be negotiated, but that's, that's how we, we go in with that fee. Okay. And we are, we're only, we're only success based. So it's not, there's some firms that go in and you char- they charge an upfront fee. We don't have any upfront fee. Okay. Only upon completion of the search. Only upon getting somebody, right? Correct. Yep. If they don't, don't hire somebody, yeah, they're going to pay. They don't hire someone, we don't make any money. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So you, you got to do, you got to bring, you got to bring people good employees or you're not getting paid. Yeah. You really got to, it's, 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 it's a hustle, which I love. I'm a deal junkie. I love finding the deals, developing relationships. If I didn't have that carrot at the end of the stick, I don't know. It wouldn't be as fun for me. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Now, do you own part of the company, or are you just like the the top guy at someone else's company, or how's that work? Well, I yeah, well, there's actually two. Companies. One is I am one of the top guys at this company, and then I have a partnership in another company with this company. So, I work for the Backrack Group, and then I have a partnership with the Backrack Group in another company called Jackson Lucas, which is another search firm. 
which does the retained search firm. So in that firm, we do get paid up front, but that's, that does, that's just not, I'm a business owner in that. So it's a, it's a small, we just started that like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So it's a separate entity. Awesome. All right. What up? What about other investments? Do you have other investments outside of your businesses? Yeah. I mean, I've, the main ones are more in real estate. I have a good friend of mine who is a developer in San Francisco, which is, as most of us know, is an extremely hard place to do any work, especially real estate wise. He's very, he's very connected politically there. And so he builds high end single family homes and condos there. So I basically give most of my investment money over to him. So he's been very successful over the last couple of years. That's my, that's my biggest one. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. And then, so he's, he's basically flipping, right? He's taking it and does he pay you a percentage of the profit or does he pay you an interest rate on the money while he has it or what? Just a percent, just a percentage at the end of the profit. Yeah. So it's um, the profit. So it's your money sits there until he fixes up the house, puts it back on the market, flips it. And then then when you, when he sells, you get a portion, he gets a portion of the profit. Yep. So you gotta, you gotta be able to like not have some disposable income where you're, don't need to touch it for a couple of years. So you don't hold any gener- long term. Yeah. Okay. I don't personally know. I mean, it's something I want to get into. I've been thinking about doing it myself in some different markets out there, but I haven't not yet done it myself. Got it. It's definitely it's on the list of things to do. All right. Let's let's shift gears here on your one sheet. Let's talk about your health. What do you weigh, Chris? About one eighty. And uh what's your body fat? I would say it's about fifteen percent. Okay. So how do you do that? Like what what do you eat? Generally eat a lot of greens and vegetables, chicken, brown rice. I'm pretty anyone knows me, I'm pretty strict about that kind of stuff. I, well, I tell work me what out you about ate four yesterday. or five times a week. So tell tell me what like what what you what you, take me through a day. What I ate yesterday. Here's Papa sure. All today I'll tell you. I woke up, I ate like power bar of some sort. Lunch I went to sweet greens, had a salad with chicken and a bunch of stuff in it. I'll probably go get Protein shake from Equinox around the corner. And after we're done with this, go work out at five or so for an hour and 15 minutes. And then have for dinner, I'll have like chicken, brown rice, and vegetables. And then at night, I'll probably have like another power or protein shake. And then what type of exercise do you do? It's a mix of bodybuilding combined with some cardio. So I'll do like some, you know, standard bodybuilding exercises plus sled poles or doing 10 calories on the, the the bike and then hopping off and doing like, I guess it's, it's almost like a CrossFit workout, but not, not CrossFit. So not, not as damaging, so, not, not, not as hardcore. I mean, it's more like hit, right? High intensity, high intensity interval training. Yeah. Combined with some bodybuilding stuff, like strict bodybuilding. So there was one point where I was doing CrossFit for a couple of years and it just, it wasn't tailored. Like I have a, I have a trainer, so I wanted something tailored specifically to me as opposed to, tailored to you know 25 people because i was just hurting myself it's impossible i felt have two one or two coaches overseeing a team of 25 people you know i wasn't doing the exercises right and i wasn't getting the return on my my time that i wanted yeah 50 percent of people that do crossfit end up injured i mean or more you know i mean i mean i've i've done it a couple of times and you know it's hard to make it past six months without throwing something off what um i like like the community aspect of it which is Community was good, but it was that, fun. It was, uh, yeah. What, so when you, say, when you say bodybuilding, like how many reps 
do you do? It could be on. I mean, it depends on the on the week. I mean, my my workouts are changed up every couple of weeks, so it could be eight sets of five, or it could be four sets of ten, or depends on what how heavy I'm going. It all changes up. Like I have my my goal is not to get huge. You know, I like being slim. I feel like I it's more comfortable that way. So I'd rather have low body fat and just be like toned, I guess. As yeah. to being a, I'm not like a, I'm not, I don't want to, my goal is not to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, just an interesting term. You don't hear people use that a lot. Bodybuilding. You know what I mean? They'll say weights or something else. So. Yeah. Well, it's like yeah, sculpted. I don't know. Another right term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's awesome. I mean, it's not bad. It just it's just interesting. The wrong tribe confounds. The right tribe compounds. Get your free copy of the runaway bestseller Tribe of Millionaires, a $20 value at tribeofmillionaires.com free. Just pay the shipping. That's tribeofmillionaires.com. Okay, so how about giving back? Like, what do you do to give back to charity? Yeah, yeah, I give, I contribute to a number of different charities. I have like a monthly withdrawal from my count you know i would say oh it's 25 bucks for this or 30 bucks for this or 50 bucks for this so uh, the biggest one i would say is this it's called project night night it's in san francisco and they deliver bags of basically toys to children in homeless or in charity or homeless shelters and so i used to be big involved with feeding the homeless in san francisco and then i wanted to get my son involved and there's not a lot of charities that where you can get like a five to 10 year old involved you know you usually have to be over 16 to do that kind of stuff and so project night night i buy the bags there's these like tote bags i buy from them and then i have my son's school fill them up so he's involved he gets to do like presentations in front of other classes like talking about this charity and then it really gets the school involved i live in a very nice neighborhood not a lot of homeless people there yeah so all the kids you know they get to see that you know the world is not necessarily as rosy, bright and rosy as, as, as theirs, you know, gives them a little more perspective on it. So yeah, I like getting man. him involved with that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. A big, that's a big, yeah, it's close to my, that's, that charity's close to my heart. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what would you say so far this year, your three biggest highs are like the, the high points of, of some things that have happened this year? Well, I just got an assistant for the first time, which I've been like talking about for like, and that was not a big high, but I've been talking about it for like three years. You're an executive assistant uh, that, that like just, just works for Chris, right? Correct. Yeah. Which is going to literally like onboard it today. So I'm like, <laughs> hopefully that'll be transformative. What's she going to do for life. you? Are he going to do for you? What are they going to do for you? She will, I mean, a big part of scheduling. I mean, my schedule is just, I, I realize I spend so much time like setting up appointments and whether it's for myself personally to have an appointment, just even just like doing something like this. I also have to schedule interviews with clients and candidates out there, like connecting people. And so that takes up a lot of time. For me so that's going to be the biggest i mean one. you gotta you yeah you can't like use i mean i i i started using calendly like two years ago and and i was actually just thinking about this last night for some reason i think you know what it is because i've been i, I didn't work friday monday or tuesday and then i i i drove to south carolina yesterday which took 10 and a half hours and then last night i looked at my schedule today and i literally had like seven appointments and i i thought to myself you know, I can't imagine the work that I would have had to do to schedule those seven people back and forth. And what a pain in the ass. 
Yet artificial intelligence just did that for me. Like literally I had two appointments today and I couldn't remember who they were until they got on. I'm like, remind me how, why we're talking today. But, <laughs> but they knew, right? And, and the point is, I didn't know because someone introduced me to him and said, you got to meet him or you got to talk about this. And I said, okay. And then I gave it over to artificial intelligence and then they scheduled something, right? So, and I just mm. couldn't remember because it was like one email instead of 18 emails. If it was 18 emails, I would have remembered them. And I just thought, yeah. man, that, I, I, you know, that saves me so much fucking time. Now, I guess yours is, is another step in that you have to schedule it with the person who's hiring the person. And Correct. the employee, potential employee, and you want to be on the call, right? I don't need to be on the call, but I'm like expected to schedule it. So it's the client that's paying me money to do this doesn't want me to use an, an app, right? They expect a real person to be scheduling with them. So, um, cause I've used Calendly before and it's, it's great. But when I have to do anything outside of my organization, they expect a real person to be talking to them and be there. I guess that on some level, you don't have to give a crap. You know, on some level, you in your business, you have to give a crap because there's a big commission involved. But on some level, Correct, in order yeah. to use Calendly, you have to be able to throw it to the universe and say, hey, book book with me on Calendly. And if they can't figure it out, then, oh, well. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's kind of, you know, you, know that's, <laughs> yeah. you have to be willing to do that. If you have a business that you could do that, well, you don't have to follow up or be afraid of losing yeah. them. Yeah, I don't want to lose. 50 grand or whatever it is because my stupid calendar <laughs> right, didn't work or right. so they couldn't figure it out. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they couldn't figure it out. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I get uh, it. What else is she going to do? Another, uh, another high. Oh, what else you going to do? Sorry. I'm, yeah. Follow up. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I, I actually, I actually came up with a workflow in my, in my, uh, just kind of wrote down everything, different parts of my business and just kind of checked off everything I didn't want to do. So I'm hoping to turn that over to her. I got to pull that up, but it's just, Literally just earlier today was when we, I got her onto my email so she can handle that, coordinate my emails and respond to emails if need be. I got her into my calendar. So that's, that's as far as I've gotten so she, far, but I have, the, is I have she a full. Physically going to be in the same area as you or is she virtual? She's, she's in New York. She's in New York. So, so, so um, a lot of times she'll be around. Yeah. So I'll be there in two weeks. I can sit down with her. We can go over like more of the in depth stuff. Yeah. Cause if she follows you around for a while, she'll find, if she's good, she'll find the, the, the holes, you know, if you just tell yeah. her, I want you to find all the holes and plug them. That would be amazing. Yeah. So hopefully right, go that's ahead. a lot of work. What other highs do you got? Another one was, I just, my mother, well, it's even just last week I was in New York. My mother turned 72. She came up to New York, was staying with me and, uh, took her around all her, she grew up in New York. So I took her around all her favorite places for a full day of, uh, hanging out with my mom. So kind of appreciating my parents a little more was, uh, that was actually felt really good. So took her all around Brooklyn where she grew up and walked the Brooklyn Bridge and took her to the plaza. And just the fact that I have those financial means to do that kind of stuff and the willingness to, to do it is, is great, you know. So that was nice. That was a, a, low, a, re, a recent high of mine. I'm trying to think of something else that would, that works here. Oh, took my, yeah, also was able to, to, my son's an actor, so he does a lot of plays. He's nine years old, and I was able to take him to New York and do a, a camp on Broadway, Broadway camp. He was got to meet a lot of Broadway stars and do a performance and all this kind of stuff. So that was that was pretty special. So it was like an overnight camp. No, but we got to he got to stay in the city, and it was like it was a week long camp and uh, in the city. 
and he got to meet all the stars from like Wicked and Lion King and all this kind of stuff. It's like his dream. It's like that's awesome. You know, when I was nine years old, when I was nine years old, my my idol was Don Mattingly. So if I got to like hang out for a week with Don Mattingly, that'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah. So he got to hang out with all the people that he looks up to. That's awesome. Yeah, just to expand yeah. his mind. You know what I mean? Just expand his mind. Like all these people do this, love it, are successful make money at it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and so that he could be like, oh, okay, well, they're not untouchable. I can do that. If, if that's what he wants. Yeah. To yeah. There's no yeah. limiting beliefs is hopefully, I think I grew up with a lot of limiting beliefs. So like having, I like exposing him to what's out there. You know, I want him to have this open mind where he thinks he can kind of do anything that he puts his mind to. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's talk about bucket list items. Give me like five bucket list items that Chris has between now and death. Like, what do you want to do? You know, between now, five things that are like you definitely want to see happen or you want to do. I'd like to get married again at some point. So I'd like okay. to meet someone I want to marry. That'd, that'd be awesome. I would love to own a portfolio of properties too. It's just another challenge of mine. It's kind of easy to dump money to somebody else, but I'd like to kind of challenge myself to do that. I'd like to have a much larger team working for me. Or now I have about 14 people. I'd like to have, you know, like 100 people kind of my goal what else i'd like to have enough passive income to kind of be able to take a month off from work or not not necessarily or not stress so much about work you know what i mean i love my job but you know it is stressful mm. commission-based employee so i'd like to have enough passive income coming in where i could do my job and just not get the, as much stress from it yeah i would also like to attend a couple world cups outside of the u.s i went to the one in 94 in the u.s i'd like to travel around the world and go to a number of different world cups Soccer is my sport, so hmm. uh, that'd be kind of cool to go to. I mean, some people went to, oh, I wish I went to Russia last time or Brazil right. or something. Doesn't like matter where it is, right? If it's a World yeah. Cup, it, you know, you know, it's going to be in a good, in a, in a, in a good spot, right? And, you know. Yeah, just the, at, the atmosphere is pretty cool, too. Yeah, the atmosphere is, yeah, I'm sure. It's every, it's not everything. Bring it, a lot, yeah. Bringing all these cultures together and it's fun. So, yeah, that, that, that would be pretty incredible. Olympics would be pretty incredible. You know, like you said, all the cult, you don't, we don't realize, uh, you, you know, sometimes you, until you put yourself in there, do you realize like how many soccer fans there are? Most of them are not even American, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's great. I also like to do a, like a mission, like do like a month, six month long mission somewhere like in, uh, helping impoverished people. Mm. I think that'd be very rewarding. You know what I've always wanted to do is go to a refugee camp. Like, what would it be like if you went to a refugee camp and worked for a week? Man, that would be, that would warp your mind quick because warp in a good way, right? Because yeah. you would leave and you're like, damn, none of these people could leave. They're yeah. stuck here, you know, and they don't even know where they're going to go. It's got to be scary. I mean, we're, we're very blessed. I am. So it'd be great to go to like, yeah, anywhere, even in the U.S., just go to like some impoverished place like the Southwest where these people are living on reservations. You know, no little, little to no upward mobility at all. It's got to be a very, it's got to be a very depressing feeling not to be able to like feel like you have any control over your destiny. Yeah, my my daughter, I have two daughters, and they're twenty three and twenty five. And the twenty three year old works for a company based out of India, and she got invited to India for a conference in November. And I've always wanted to go to India. I just want to see it. I just want to bucket list it. You know, and I can never find anybody to go with me, right? <laughs> My wife has no interest in going, you know. No one ever knows, like, I ain't going to India. You know, of all the places that <laughs> go to. 
So I'm like, take me. I'm like, Kaylee, take me, take me. And um, so I'm trying to work that angle. And I said, I'll, I'll find stuff to do while you're in, in the meetings or whatever. You know, I talked to a guy that has been there like a lot. And uh, I'm like, well, yeah, I can just drive around or have somebody drive me around. I want to see all these kids playing in the dumps, you know, or kids that live, yeah. kids that live in a trash pile or whatever. And he's like, no, you don't want to do that. You, that's the last thing you want to do. Stay away. I'm like, no, Crazy, right? like you got to look at the, I mean, just scary, but I mean, I mean, Expand, mind expands. Yeah. I would love to do that too. That'd be, uh, I've never, I mean, I've been to Europe and Mexico, but I've never been to, yeah, like India has got to be a whole nother thing. Definitely, uh, like being on the moon kind of, you know, yeah, totally different. People just don't get it, including me. I don't, yeah. How could you, unless you see it? Yeah. And then they, and then they can't do anything. You know, they can't go anywhere. They can't, I mean, they, they the only way you could get ahead, like in line, is to hurt somebody else almost, right? Because there's nothing, you know, you know, I don't know. There's no, there's no path of growth. Right. Like here, it's like, you know, you could be dirt poor. And if you like, I guess, I don't, I've never been dirt poor, but you know, you could get good grades and whatever. You get scholarships. You can work your way up there. It's like, that's a hundred times harder to do. Yeah. Even if you were the best student, it's like, you're not going to, you're not going anywhere. Right. You don't even have a school. You know, yeah. you're not, yeah. It's just crazy. All right. Let's wrap this up with a question or two from our GoBundance app. I'm going to hit you with some surprise questions on the GoBundance app here. GoBundance card game. Perfect. Generate random questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's a question. What stands between you and more happiness? My brain. It's just my, all my, um, fear. I think fear probably of, Failure and success and, you know, it's all perspective, right? To elaborate. So it's, there's not one thing, even if I got that one thing, whatever that is, you know, it's, there's always more, right? So it's a matter of being content with and happy with what, what's in front of me at the, at the moment. So I think it's my mind that just thinks, oh, if I get this one more thing, I'll be happy. I'll get this one more thing, I'll be happy. But it's always, I mean, I do want to fulfill my true potential or what I feel is my true potential, but I don't. Even if I did that, like there's, I just think it's about being a mindset of being grateful for what I have now. You know? Yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. I guess, and that's an inside but, job, you know? Yeah. It's all an inside job. I mean, I want, you know, there's a lot of things I want to do in my life, but even if I did them, if I didn't have that inside job, I still wouldn't be happy, right? Mm hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, on some level, you know, through therapy or, or meditation or reading or, or maybe just getting your mind warped by being in a, you know, refugee camp for a month. Uh, you know, there's stuff out there that you could you can certainly come out of. You know, and be like, oh man, I'm so grateful. I don't, you know, it, yeah. it, you know. Well, I do that. I mean, I do meditation. I'm a big into like spirituality and stuff like that. So that's helps give me perspective. So I am, you know, I think it's a balance between like being happy with what I have and also like wanting to accomplish more things in my life. I think we all struggle with that. It's all like, what is, and, and then, yeah. And what does it mean? Right. And why? I don't know. Yeah. Like, who cares if I get this or do that? But then at the end of the day, it's like, I feel like there's, <laughs> you can't help you know, yourself. I feel like God put me here. But also, I feel like I was put here on this earth and there's like, I want to be actualized in a way, a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Like, I have a vision of myself and I'm just not there yet. So, hmm. yeah. No, yeah, that's great. All right. One more. If you could send a message to the entire world, what would you say in 30 seconds? Be compassionate to yourself and to other people. Hmm. Kind of uh, 
ties into what we were just talking about, it seems like, you know, especially when you say to yourself, right? Other people's a no-brainer, right? Be kind, you know, but to yourself, it's like... That's where it starts there, right? If, you don't, if I don't have self-compassion, I really can't have true compassion for others, I don't think, so... Mm-hmm. I think that people are generally happy with themselves and their life, like, they don't really have to go take it out on other people. Like, example, driving to, driving to work one day, if I'm having a good day, somebody cuts me off, I let it go, no big deal, right? Some mornings I'm just having a bad morning. Someone cuts me off. I want to chase them down and like, <laughs> uh, right. you know, them off knock them off the road, right? But <laughs> it's like the same exact scenario. It's just what's different in my head. Yeah, right. Isn't that something? You know, there's some days I actually laugh. You know what I mean? I, I've I've laughed at people giving me the finger before. It just makes them mad, and I think to myself, this is so cool that I can laugh. You know what I mean? Like this guy's fucking asshole. And I'm like laughing and I'm like, dude, you know, thinking to myself, like, what, 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 why, how can you, it's 730 in the morning. How could you possibly even have that much on your mind that you would be so angry so, so early? (laughs) (laughs) And I'll start laughing, right? But there's other days where like, you know, I'll be jacked up and all bent out of shape. I'm like, what, you know, so it is interesting. And there's other days where I'm the guy cutting you off. Right, right, yeah, yeah, on purpose, because <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, you have to get there on time in your own mind, even though you don't have an appointment, right? It's a, exactly, it's a funny world. Well, that's awesome. Well, Chris, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put all your contact information in the show notes here, guys. If you want to reach out to Chris and say hi and say thank you for being authentic today, uh, he'll be on there with some social media links and uh, Chris. Let's let's together get together at the next GoBundance event and break some bread. Yeah, man, I want to give a shout out to my my boys, my GoPod, the best one in the whole in the whole group. I ended up got lucky. I got a uh, Mark Jackson and Paul and Casey and uh, Kelly. So they've been been with them for about a year and a half now, and it's been getting closer and closer and closer as a as a group and sharing some really intimate stuff. So it's been great. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, that sounds like a solid one for sure. Yeah, right. for, I lucked out. Sounds good, Chris. I'll be talking to you, boss. Thanks, Pat. Have a good one. In life, to be honest, I've failed as much as I've succeeded. But I love my wife. I love my life. And I wish you my kind of success. Don't step to me, don't step to me, bitch. Now you can create-